I'm Duncan McLeod, and this is TCS, the Tech Central show brought to you by Tech Central. Check out techcentral.co.za for all the latest South African and world tech news. Now, Yugen, it's pronounced Yugen, is it Yugen? Yugen. Yugen. Well <laughs> Yugen Naidu is uh, Regional Head of Lenovo for Southern Africa. It's good to see you. Uh, welcome to the studio. Yeah, nice to finally see you, Duncan. Thanks for thanks for coming through, and I'm looking forward to this discussion because there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in the PC market, despite the fact that it's a mature industry. Uh, there's quite a lot of innovation happening, and there's been quite a lot of development in recent years. But let's let's maybe just talk about um, what's happened since 2020, since COVID hit back in March of 2020. Uh, there was a bit of a boom in the PC industry. In fact, I think across across the tech industry, and that led uh, to a shortage of components and a huge demand as people started to work from home rather than the office. Uh, and I think we're probably living in a bit of a COVID hangover period now, looking at, some of the, uh, <laughs> looking at some of the figures coming out of some of the big PC manufacturing companies. Maybe just take me through um, Lenovo's performance in the local market over the last three years or so. Did you see a, a boom in sales in 2000? And are you seeing a bit of a, a curtailment now that COVID is over? Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's a great question, Duncan. And, you know, COVID was a very different period for all ICT brands. Mm-hmm. We were not ready for it. We were not ready for the, the market growth. And what we did see was that the demand really, you know, out, uh, outdid supply. Yeah. And that's the classic bullwhip effect, right? And you've got to be careful of that. What we did see during the 2020 COVID period is that we had shortages. Mm-hmm. And that was, as you mentioned, rightfully so just now. We could not get enough silicon, you know, to get these into the actual devices. Yeah, and it wasn't just in the ICT business; it was smartphones, smart cars, mm. anything that required a chipset. You were in trouble. Mm. What we did see is that a lot of people work from home, and the demand actually went up three x. Wow! Right, and we could not get the supply. Yeah, to so you know suffice that demand. And what we see now, as you mentioned again, you know, the COVID hangover, mm. we're seeing people going back to the office and we're seeing markets starting to stabilize back to pre-COVID levels. So I think in the short term, um, we are seeing markets uh, taking a little bit of a dip mm-hmm. uh, coming from the highs of uh, COVID. Yeah. But uh, we're seeing the long-term view, the markets are going to stabilize because hybrid work is here to stay, yeah. and we're seeing a, a lot more technology and form factors addressing that. Yugen, so is, is the supply crisis over now? Can, can you get every component you need, or are there still some issues in the global supply chain? I think let's uh, touch wood. <laughs> I think uh, we're over the worst. You know, um, we're seeing uh, our supply being fluid, mm-hmm. and we're back to normality. Right, okay. So... People, you're able to match demand, but what's happened to uh, what's happened to demand? Has it fallen off a cliff? I mean, you've said there is some pain happening in the market, yep. um, but the numbers I've seen are sort of like 30, 40 percent declines. Uh, is the South African market perhaps insulated a little bit from that? I think you know it's all relative, right? In mm-hmm. COVID, there was a lot of opportunity from work from home, mm-hmm. the education sector, etc. Uh, what we are seeing though is that the education market continues to boom. Mm-hmm. The consumer market, which I'll speak about now, yeah. uh, our relationship or enterprise business is growing rapidly. The real impact in South Africa, uh, let's speak about our country, is that disposable income is becoming an issue. You know, we're facing issues of load shedding. Mm. P 
people are trying to you know, make ends meet at this point in time. And we're seeing a massive impact on the entry-level product, talking to the consumer channel. What we are, however, seeing is that the average selling price is going up in the consumer side. Interesting. So what does that mean? So there's a massive, uh, massive a downturn mm-hmm. with disposable, disposable income on the consumer entry-level space. But the middle and the higher income earners are still spending and spending more on product because they love the form factor than mm-hmm. you know, what we have to offer as a brand. Right. Okay. So, so it's really the bottom end of the market that's correct, struggling. Correct. Correct. So I think the bottom end of the market is trying to, you know, buy food, mm-hmm. uh, buy food, buy electricity, buy solar panels, uh, buy solar panels. <laughs> let's uh, the energy crisis. But you know, again, we seeing this as as a short term uh, issue. Mm-hmm. But the long term is the markets are going to come back. Yeah. And it's buoyant. We've seen that over the years. Yeah, yeah. And in South Africans, I think we're quite resilient. And, and we will come back strong. You're going to have to just have to tough it out for a little bit. Um, yeah. But how's the business market looking? Fantastic. Good. I think the business market is re- looking really good. Uh, the refresh cycles are, are happening. Uh, people want the latest and greatest technologies. Uh, CIOs are seeing uh, you know, mm. IT as the, the profit center now to yeah. drive the next level in their businesses. So I'm very happy in the, with the positive sentiment coming from both SMB, mm-hmm. small medium businesses, as well as large enterprise. Mm-hmm. Windows 11 has been out for a little bit now, and we know that corporates are always a little bit uh, reticent, reluctant to, yeah. to upgrade to the latest version. Do you think that that's perhaps driving some of the business growth as well? Do you think that um, companies are, are starting to look at Windows 11 and upgrading to Windows 11? Do you think that's driving some of the demand that you're seeing there? I think, as I said earlier on, you know, we're in this sort of fresh cycle mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Microsoft is a fantastic brand and they brought some nice innovation to, to market. Yeah. So I definitely, definitely think, you know, uh, Windows 11 is uh, something that's driving it. Yeah. But on the entry-level pro- you know, product, I don't think so. No. I think it's mostly driven towards the, you know, the SMB and large enterprise. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people have forgotten because it happened so long ago, but um, Lenovo bought the IBM PC business must have been, what, 25 years ago now? 19, I think, 982. Sometime in the 90s, I think it was. It's more like 30 years, but okay. Okay, it could be that long. Incredible. I I actually owned a ThinkPad uh, before that deal happened, so in the old days. I don't know if you remember the... uh, I think I'm a bit older than you, you again. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't know if you remember the uh, original ThinkPad yeah. butterfly keyboard. Yes, yes. Uh, that yes, was an yes. amazing device. I used that for years. I've uh, got one in my office if you want to come play around with it. Okay, great. great. So, um, Duncan, that's, you know, that's, that's mm-hmm. a great question um, and comment, actually. Mm-hmm. The Lenovo brand is strengthened by IBM. And if you look at our DNA, we've still got that little dot on our ThinkPad products. I was, I was saying I love that. that uh, yeah. What do you call that thing on your keyboard? Uh, I call it something which I can't say on air because it's a family well, show. Well, why would you think I could say it then? <laughs> the same thing, right? <laughs> Let's call it a nozzle for now. <laughs> nozzle, okay, we'll go with that. Um, yeah. I, I've loved that, but it's, it's, it's divided a lot of people. Some people say, oh, I can't use those, those yeah. machines because of that little thing on the keyboard. Yeah. But um, I, I personally love it. I, I didn't use a trackpad at all when I was a ThinkPad user. I, I think... Consumers and business users generally love the keyboard of a mm. Lenovo product. Mm. And if I look at the, you know, the DNA of IBM, there's markets where we've built our brand on IBM in the European market. Yeah. And I mentioned earlier on, you know, Lenovo's the global PC leader, you know, in, in, uh, for a long time now. Uh, but 
41% of our business going forward, well, declared last quarter, yeah. is now non-PC. Okay, 41%. 41%. So we are active, actively diversifying our strategy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the PC markets, as you rightfully said, is under pressure, but with a long-term view to, to grow. But we are really diversifying our market into SSG, which is our services and solutions group, mm-hmm. um, MBG, which is our Motorola, our, our phone business that we own. Was that an acquisition as well? That yes. The yes, acquisition yes. of Motorola's mobile phone business. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we acquired uh, Motorola a few years ago, and we play in very selected markets. We cannot win in every market. And when the brand plays, we play to compete mm-hmm. and win. For example, in South America, Motorola is number one. Mm-hmm. In the American market, we, uh, you know, we've been actively being number one or number two on the 5G product. So in markets that we play, we play to compete and win. Mm-hmm. And the last part, I think, uh, that I would like to speak about, Duncan, is Lenovo is moving into a Lenovo 360 or one Lenovo model. What does that mean? This whole ecosystem that we have, it's not just PC mm-hmm. or tablets. But we have our ISG business, which is our infrastructure and services group or business unit, that's going to be driving a large part of the growth in our, our business right now. Mm-hmm. We've made massive changes. Uh, and 1st of April, we are going to be basically bringing in our sales force as one to take an ecosystem and solution sell to market rather than ISG, IDG, mm-hmm. which is your PC uh, business traditionally, right. MBG and SSG. Lenovo will be offering an ecosystem to our customers, end users, and to our channel partners. Mm-hmm. And this is a global thing, which is, and this reorganization will also happen in the South African office. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So, more of the idea behind it, I presume, then, is to have a sort of more holistic approach to customers where you're not selling point solutions, but saying, um, okay, we can provide you with these options, um, and this is everything we can do for you. Um, so, yeah. trying to Trying to become more value adding to your clients? I think it's underpinned by our three-year strategy. Mm-hmm. Okay, what is the three-year strategy? Lenovo believes in driving, so the first S is smarter IoT. Mm-hmm. So that's our client, you know, the call it the box. How do we make devices smarter mm-hmm. in everything that we do? The second part of the three-year strategy is smarter infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So that encompasses how do we go from pocket to cloud or client to edge, to cloud, to networking encompassed by intelligence. We all know about artificial intelligence. That's the buzzword now, right? Or the buzz strategy. And the last part of the strategy is how do we make sure that we're achieving the right verticals with the right solutions that I just spoke about, mm-hmm. client, you know, from pocket to cloud. And this is, you know, mining, education, retail, etc. So the entire sales strategy on bringing the company together is driven by our three-year strategy by our chairman, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. YY, is how do we now be more meaningful to our customers and more meaningful to our channel organization, which are our partners. And I'm not sure if you know, but Lenovo's the, one of the only companies to be a 100% channel organization. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything we do, zero. Mm-hmm. Everything we do is through our, our channel partners. Mm-hmm. 
It's interesting uh, that um, that you work exclusively through partners because various companies in the space have taken different approaches to doing that. Um, you know, so some companies are, are almost entirely direct to end users. You guys work entirely through the channel. What's the strategic thinking behind only working through partners? I think you know it's in our DNA. You know, we win together, we lose together. We we don't want to compete with our partners. They, there's a massive value proposition mm -hmm. with our you know, distributors and our tier two partners, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they open up doors for us and we want to join them on the adventure, not work yeah. against them yeah. in the adventure. Who are, who are your principal distributors here in, in South Africa? In South Africa, we've got, um, we've got quite a few. We've mm -hmm. got uh, part of the Alviva group. Yep. We've got, uh, you know, Tarsus, Axis, Pinnacle. Okay. And uh, the Mustang group, we've got uh, Mustang and Rectron. Mm-hmm. And we've also got Drive Control uh, as our distribution partner. Great. Well, you mentioned um, you mentioned uh, mobiles. Let's maybe uh, let's maybe go there. Um, okay. I, I remember that um, Motorola smartphones, which had been absent from the South African market for a long period of time, were relaunched here. It must have been five or six years ago now. Which um, a great fanfare, and then they disappeared from the market again. Um, what's the current state of play in terms of Motorola um, Motorola smartphones in the South African market? Are there any plans? to reintroduce them here at some point? Yeah, I don't want to tease your, your appetite right now or, uh, you know, your thought pattern, but yes, we were here five years ago. Yeah. And we made a decision that, you know, we, we need to make sure that we have the right strategy in emerging markets, mm -hmm. okay? Um, Motorola is an I iconic brand. I mean, every person I know wants a razor. Mm -hmm. You know, it's such an iconic brand, and we're on our third edition right now. Are there plans to bring Motorola back to South Africa? Uh, I'll just leave that uh, where it is for now. Mm -hmm. But we are seeing. You're saying, watch the space. Something <laughs> may be coming. <laughs> uh, I'll say, yeah, let's uh, yeah, stay close and keep your ear to the ground. I think, you know, the, the current rate of uh, exchange in this country yeah. uh, does impact, you know, our business model. Mm. Uh, and we want to make sure we have the right strategy before you know, we make any decisions. Mm -hmm. But what I can tell you is that Lenovo's launched a new phone called a ThinkPhone. ThinkPhone, okay. Yes. Tell me about that. Yes, yeah, so the ThinkPhone is your ThinkPad in a ThinkPhone. It's, uh, does it have a red button? <laughs> it actually does. <laughs> it does, okay. It does. So there's a little red button on the side. Right. It's got, uh, it's a fantastic design. It's got the latest camera features. Mm -hmm. It's packed and loaded with the, you know, all the security in a ThinkPad mm -hmm. in a ThinkPhone. So, yeah, it's got the, the OLED screen, excellent refresh rate. Mm -hmm. uh, it comes in a 5G, obviously, uh, uh, capability. I've actually got one in my bag, and maybe after the interview, I'll show it to you. Absolutely, and I think we'll throw a few pictures of the ThinkPhone up on the screen uh, for everyone excellent. to see what they look like. But um, it, sounds, it sounds interesting. So, so really borrowing the design yep. elements of the ThinkPad. I think because, you know, it's such an iconic brand, the, yeah, the yeah. ThinkPad, mm -hmm. When I say from pocket to cloud, I think Lenovo means it. So if you look at all the, the business users, they, they want this brand. They want the ecosystem. They want a ThinkPad and a ThinkPhone. Mm. And uh, I'm happy to say that that phone will be coming to South Africa. Ah, there we go. Yep. Okay. So it's uh, powered that, by that doesn't Motorola. Have the Motorola. Oh, powered by Motorola. Powered, powered by Motorola, but it is the DNA of the ThinkPhone. Okay. Uh, ThinkPad, sorry. So with the Motorola team involved in Absolutely. developing it. Okay. Design and development. Okay. Okay. Mm. So there we go. So Lenovo is getting into the smartphone business <laughs> in South Africa. You heard it here first.
Um, the ThinkPad, it's uh, still a pretty iconic name. Um, how important is the ThinkPad lineup still to your PC business? It's imperative. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, it's, um, it's a great brand. Uh, you know, we, we, we've just launched a 30-year anniversary product on the ThinkPad. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we brought in a few units. We only could get our hands on, I think it's 24 units mm -hmm. into the country. And we had corporates lining up. Okay. Uh, just wanting the product, no matter what the price is. So it's is this the X1 Carbon, or is it yes, a special, yes, yes, X1 yes, Carbon? Yes, okay. special edition. Of the X1 Carbon. Mm. So so if you're interested, I think there's two or three units left, but uh, you'll pay a premium for it. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look forward to checking that out, though. I've okay. always, as I say, I've always been a big fan of the ThinkPad lineup. Um, maybe take us through. Uh, CES has just finished the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. Yeah. What did Lenovo announce there? Yeah, I think Lenovo is always, you know, one of the reasons I joined this great company was because Lenovo is driven by innovation. And, you know, we took multiple awards at the event, but these two that stood out to me personally. Mm -hmm. The first one is uh, the Yoga 9i. Mm -hmm. um, now, that's the foldable laptop, yeah? It's all screen. The, the Yoga 9i is the first dual-screen OLED clamshell product in the world. Okay, so there's literally, as you said, it's it's two screens. It's two screens. The yeah. screen doesn't bend. Uh, uh, well, it's not. It does bend, but yeah. it's a clamshell. Okay. Because in the middle, it's got a uh, it's got a sound bar. Ah. Actually. Okay. So uh, actually, the, the, I think I need to show you the product. I think I need uh, to see it. Yes. Yes. Um, um, you know, it's it's a great product. It's uh, built for creators. So yeah. if you want to enjoy the experience of you know two screens, mm -hmm. uh, this is the product for you. It's mm. you know. Uh, as I said, it's the first in the world. It's yep. an OLED product, uh, 2.8K. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, uh, it goes into different modes from a tent mode. You can watch Netflix on one screen whilst, you know, doing your actual work on Excel and emails on the other screen. Uh, it has a Bluetooth keyboard. So if you want uh, to have that waterfall experience, mm -hmm. you just connect your, you know, your, your keyboard onto the stand and there you go. Uh, the good thing is that it's powered by the latest Intel Evo technology. Um, and the demand that we're seeing is uh, crazy. Mm -hmm. Even in this market? Uh, not for now because okay. we've, you know, uh, we're still trying to get it right. for Southern Africa or South Africa. But the demand in the American market, it was launched in the U.S. Uh, at CES. And the go-live date from my understanding is June, um, June 2023. Okay. So uh, there's lots of interest, and I, I think it's a, a product that you will see uh, on many, many desktop, uh, well, desk uh, yes. uh, of consumers. Yeah, yeah. No, I look forward to seeing that product. It's the, the second product, yeah. Duncan, I'm mm. sorry for no, I'm no. excited about this uh, lineup, is the, the ThinkBook uh, Twist. Twist, yeah. Yeah. So there has been a product in the past uh, that, you know, could twist. But the difference with this product is, you know, we speak about our unique uh, issues in our country mm -hmm. with load shedding. And this product, if you go onto the the e-paper, the e-ink or the typewriter mode, mm -hmm. uh, you can get up to 21 hours battery life. Wow. Yeah, so people like me only stop working when your battery dies. It's <laughs> a problem. Got a long day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, it's a it's a twist product. Yeah. So you have an OLED screen on one side, and you twist it around, 
and you've got a e-reader like this rather yeah. than like this correct mm -hmm. you've got an e-reader and you've got a, a e-ink so you can take down notes like what you're doing now right uh, and that can convert into you know a text you can send the email off immediately okay and the last function is it's got a tablet mode so it doesn't just twist but it goes flat as well so you have a eight inch tablet mode you've got a proper clamshell mode you've got an e-reader mode and you've got a, a e-ink mode mm. so i'm quite excited about that product as yeah, well that's it's interesting to hear about all this innovation that's happening in the pc market because i think a lot of people just assume that the PC market stopped innovating <laughs> so many years ago. And, uh, you know, when companies buy machines now, they say, okay, we'll have the Core i7 from Intel, we'll have 16 gigs of RAM, and we'll check off this box and write who's the cheapest, we'll go with that. Yeah. But there is actually some, some pretty cool innovation happening in the PC market. How important is that innovation to growing market share and being seen to, or, or yeah, growing market share? I mean, I guess that's your prim prim primary objective in the PC market is to, is to build out your market share. Um, how does bringing out products like this help you do that? Listen, uh, we, are, we are a $70 billion company globally. Mm -hmm. And I said earlier on, the reason I joined this great company was because of the foresight and the innovation that Lenovo is bringing to market. Yep. Now, what excites me the most about it is that we've actually put a stake in the ground that we are going to be hiring mm -hmm. 12,000 R&D specialists over the next three years. We've, we have already hired 5,000 of the 12 in the three-year journey. So Lenovo's taking innovation seriously. You know, we speak about AI, we speak about new form factors. In order to be the market leader, you can't stop innovating. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what consumers are demanding. This is what the new generation wants. You know, they just don't want uh, a clamshell with a nice looking screen mm -hmm. and, you know, a good webcam. No, they want more. And this is what the brand does. Yeah. Uh, we listen to our consumers and we listen to our partners and, you know, we keep innovating. Mm -hmm. That's good to hear. Now, um, we touched on the RAND 8. 18 RAND 65 as we're recording this. It's at its worst <laughs> level since the start of COVID in 2020. Um, what is the impact of, of a weakening RAND on demand for PCs in the local market? I think, um, are you sure it's 1865? 1865. My goodness. So the impact of the RAND fluctuation or devaluation um, impacts the price point to market. Okay, obviously... It's a direct flow-through. As a brand, we try and impact as much and absorb as much as we can sure. with our channel partners. But the higher the RAND goes, you know, it, it, it does impact the, the, the ASP will, will, will rise. Mm. Uh, again, I stated, we, we try and absorb as the best that we can, but... Uh, there is a direct impact to the consumer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you can see a correlation between currency fluctuations or the weakening of the currency and the amount of product that vendors like Lenovo are able to sell into the market. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think absolutely. You yeah. know, we've, as I said earlier on, South Africa and then South Africa is very resilient. Yeah. We've uh, been through 21 to the dollar. Mm -hmm. um, and I've seen other territories that had a 33% devaluation in their currency in 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Ours is not as bad as that for mm. now. For now. For now. <laughs> you know, and, I, and I hope we can turn that around quickly with all the changes that's happened at, at, you know, at our government and, and, and local level. But as it stands, we will continue to bring the best product 
with the most affordable pricing to market, mm-hmm. uh, even though the rate of exchange is going in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Eugene, before I let you go, uh, you've got two other business areas which you have touched on already, but I've perhaps spent just a minute t- talking about them. Uh, one of them is uh, smart devices, your smart devices business. What does that entail or encompass specifically, and do you sell those products into the local market? Yeah, we've uh, we, we've recently, can't call it recent anymore, you know, um, We've got an SMO division, which is your smart uh, collaboration product. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're seeing that a lot of businesses require, you know, uh, video conferencing, post-COVID, uh, you know, better speakers and better collaboration product. In South Africa alone, there's over 15,000 collaboration rooms, you know, and this is a market demand and market opportunity. So we have developed product to address that demand. Mm-hmm. So this is really appealing to um, for remote work, mm-hmm. teams type collaboration, that sort of thing. Correct. Okay. Now, if I look at just you know from a personal standpoint, we do not do just face to face meetings any longer. Mm. Every meeting invite has to have a teams invite. Okay. And that just shows you that the hybrid workforce is here to stay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the need for the product is there. Right. And then the last area is service and storage. How big is that for Lenovo? What are your plans in that area? So servers and storage is the biggest growth area for us mm-hmm. as a brand. Uh, if I looked at you look at the last, uh, last revenue and financials, thirty uh, percent growth, you know, year on year. There's an expectation for us to be better mm-hmm. and address the market. And if you look at our strategies that I spoke about earlier on, the three year strategy, how do we encompass our entire solution mm-hmm. with our server and storage? Right. How do we bring the right programs to our partners? And how do we become um, you know, uh, better in the market addressing all these opportunities that's in front of us? Right, right. So it's but you, you're seeing that growth, I take it, from, from hyperscalers supplying in, into you know, these big companies that are deploying cloud data centers around the world. I'm, I presume that's where a lot of that growth you're seeing is coming from. Yeah, our, and I'll say it openly, our mandate is to double our business. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, because of that market opportunity, because yeah. of big data, because of unstructured data and helping people structure their data. Mm-hmm. So as a brand, we are seeing the biggest growth and expectation coming from our infrastructure business. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Eugen, Eugen, I beg your pardon, Eugen Naidu is uh, head of uh, Lenovo in Southern Africa. Thanks for making the time to talk to Tech Central and sharing your insights. Thank you. Much appreciated. Thank you. All the best.